It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. We'll start off with the, the Friday game where the Packers uh, took it out 26-10. to 10. Really, that scoreline makes it look closer than it was. The Bears scored on a defensive touchdown to take the lead for about three minutes, and the Packers pretty much had their way with them all night. Yeah, they were. Uh, the Packers were good, weren't they? They, um, you know, they had to bounce back. Aaron Rodgers has been a bit of a slump lately. Um, I think the whole the whole organization sort of stepped up. They played really aggressive aggressive football. You know, fourth fourth and goal, and they're going for it. Didn't get it, but the intent from the start was you know to play aggressive footy. Players like that as well, and an offensive line likes that when their coach backs them on, you know, from the goal line on fourth and one. And when you don't get it, it can be disappointing. But when you're a good defense like Green Bay are, yep. are turning into, and you know you're playing against the Chicago Bears, who were obviously pretty handicapped at the quarterback position once Hoyer went out and Matt Barkley came in, they're the risks you can take. Yeah. Now I don't know if you take it against the Patriots or you know if you got a if you're playing against a team with a good run game you don't but yeah. um you know you rely on Clay Matthews and Julius Peppers coming off the edge yeah. you know to put that pressure on when they're trying to get out of their their end zone so. exactly look the Eddie Lacy now on IR which was a bit of a surprise he was banged up in the Cowboys game and really struggled with his ankle and then all of a sudden he's just done that was the season over yeah just couldn't get past it yeah he didn't That's practice huge for them. he didn't practice and he just thought oh he's just having a light week a bit banged yep. up and then then they come out and say he's on ir and i'm not sure if he's designated to return or no, I'm not i don't sure what the deal I, well is they've there, but... said he's most likely gone for the season so that's you know that's really going to affect their game i think with um you know, Aaron being in a bit of a slump, you know, he's going to have to come out of that because their run game's definitely going to be uh, under the pump now. Yeah, and, you know, they had three receivers with 10-plus receptions, yep. which is the second time in NFL history that's happened. Now, I don't know if this is a good stat or not because the averages are just so low, but yep. what they did is they used that short passing game to Cobb and Montgomery, who actually played running back most of the game, and they used that short passing game as a running game, if that makes sense, yeah. just to get the short yards. Yeah, well, it's, I mean, Aaron's always thrown the ball around and always used multiple receivers, so um, it's actually a surprise that that's only just happened yeah. now. The, but uh, well, My concern comes in when you're playing better teams, because the Bears are obviously one of the worst teams in the NFL, yeah, which that's is right. fine. Like Against the Minnesota, I think we discussed earlier, I don't think that style of play is going to get it done against no, a team not. like that. It's not. So, um, look, it's, it's definitely... A step in the right direction for the Packers, you know they, they and they're five and two. Like let's let's call, they've lost two games. Yeah, that's they're, right. They're not in real trouble, and they haven't been playing well. So exactly. to be five and two and Aaron not playing well, it's definitely going to uh, you know it's going to get tougher for teams to come into Lambeau coming into December, January as well, where you know they play well. So my feelings are Aaron Rodgers is going to really get going now. He's too good a player to not not have a good season like this. They're going to rely on him. He's going to get it done. You can see it in his eyes and these mannerisms on the sideline. He's yeah. he's in, getting more intense by the game. So competitive. Yep. 
Look, we'll head over to, to London for the first game of, of the week, or second game of the week after the Friday. We've got the Giants versus the Rams. Not an amazing matchup, but it's got a little bit of saying in the in the end of the season. Who you got in that game? Uh, look, I think the Rams. Um, you know, I think they're the highest blitzing team um, in the NFL. You know, they're blitzing twenty five percent of the time, so yep. they're going to come after Eli, um, which Who's is a turnover machine. It's a turnover machine, yep. exactly. Um, I think Gurley has to have a good game. Their their game is basically revolved around him he's you know he's got nearly 50 percent of their offensive touches so which isn't saying because he's just not doing he's enough, not doing which, enough which it's a it's o-line as well their offensive line yep they've missed on a ton of draft picks that's no secret now and todd Gurley's not playing the best either and that mixture is yep. it's never going to be good so i think it's good i think um you know on the Giants side of the ball you know oe dale beckham is uh He's come back, you know, after his proposal to the uh, kicking the net. net. He's a bit of fun. He's, he's a bit fun. Of, he's electric. Like as we've well. spoken about on the podcast, being a distraction, good and bad. You yeah. know, like you know, he had a good play and then made that proposal. So, um, if Owe Dale can come on and you know play well again, that's definitely going to help them. Um, but their defense is a bit of a concern for me. The Giants, they spent so much money, hasn't done a lot, and they've only had six sacks for the year. Yep. So, you know, that's not going to get it done when you spend over $100 million on your defense. So No, it's awful. And um, those signings are going to hurt them. We'll, we'll move so on the now rooms. to the uh, Oakland Raiders at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Kind of a tough game for me to assess because these are both my boys. These teams. I don't barrack for them, but I've got a soft spot because they've both been terrible for so long. I feel like if Oakland are legit, they have to take care of Jacksonville. They had a rough loss last week to the Chiefs in division. They need to get back on track but their defense is one of the worst in the league, and the Jaguars' offense can get going. What, what's your thoughts? Yeah, oh, look, I think it's it's going to come down to, uh, I think, the Jaguars converting on third down. They're only converting 27% of the time. so That's terrible. It's terrible. So if you're a punter in, in Jacksonville, you know you're getting a, a fair few kicks. But um, I was going to ask you today, actually, about the, the Oakland O-line. Um, I think they're phenomenal. They've given up the fewest sacks all year. Yep. Um, but they are very good. They have a little bit of trouble at right tackle. They're kind of alternating between two guys there. Have you sent your tape to Oakland? No, no. I don't play tackle. I only play interior. I'm sure you could probably (laughs) adjust to the outside there, mate. No, I don't think at that level I could. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, they're they're a pretty good offensive line. That right tackle is concerning, but the rest of them, they get the job done. They run they run the ball really well, and I think Derek Carr is my... That's great. They've got a couple of good receivers there too. Yeah, Cooper and Crabtree. Uh, another game, we've got the Buffalo Bills, who were on a hot streak. They've won four in a row at Miami, who touched up Pittsburgh at home last week. So their home form's been pretty good for Miami. Yeah. How do you read the Dolphins? Like, how do they do that to the Steelers? But at the start of the year, we thought they were going to be terrible. Like, what's going on? But, you know, the Bills have definitely... They've come to the fore, haven't they, last few weeks? They it's the running it. game. Yep. It's, all right, got here, rush, rush, rush. They're yep. just rushing... Just running the ball over everybody. So um, Miami's defense, their front lines have been is pretty good, it's been isn't pretty it? Pretty good. But so, they lost Rashad Jones, who's their leading tackler at safety. Yep. Which I know is not always great when your safety's getting that many tackles, but he's a dynamic football player. Yep. He had two interceptions last week in their win, which you know basically sealed the game for them. 
losing him for the season's huge. So yep. I don't know how that defense replaces that. I don't know how you replace that productivity. Yeah. Um, but with LaShawn McCoy in that running game, I think this team will get it done. I think well, they'll beat Buffalo. They do, they're averaging 166 yards per game, and the Dolphins have given up 146. So the Bills could, couldn't easily run for... 200, 250 yards this game, I think, and they'll get the points down in uh, Miami. And we'll head uh, to Philadelphia. The Vikings going in there to play the Eagles. Pretty big game for the Eagles. They've, they won the first three. They've dropped two in a row. Are they for real? Have they just had a couple of bad weeks? What's your thoughts? Well, this is you know, this is where it's going to show what uh, Wentz is all about, isn't it? If he, He's got to step up. Um, they're pretty much this is their season almost on the line because yeah well they go to Cowboys the next week which that, will be tough and they're coming off a buyer that I believe yeah. so you know if the Cowboys get that one then they and that and the Eagles lose this one they're going to go they'll be, th- they'll be three, three games, games behind, behind. so is, it's a long way back you can't catch that up um but I oh, look this is going to be a tough game the Vikings are rolling really like we they had a good preseason and we didn't think Sam Bradford coming in was going to be able to do what he can do, but he's been phenomenal. He's been outstanding for them. He's, look, it sounds harsh to call him an upgrade from Teddy Bridgewater, but he's certainly... I don't know what Bridgewater would have been like this season. He's a young, developing quarterback. I'm sure he would have improved. But from what we saw from Bridgewater last year, uh, he's been a massive upgrade. Now, this is a revenge game. The Eagles did trade him away. That's he was right. at the Eagles last year, yep. so... If anyone knows how to beat the Eagles, yep. it should be Bradford because he should know their little nuances. Well, yeah, that that little bit of intel, it, you know, it might make all the difference. So, um, look, to me, I think the Vikings go in there. I think their defense, which has been solid uh, for the start of the year, they're going to get after Wentz. They're going to put him under pressure, and we're going to see what he's all about after his uh, and, his fast start. And although he's been good, or he's been okay, they're still over the 26th-ranked passing attack yep. in the NFL. Like, that's not very good. No, it, you're well into the bottom third there. Like, you're just... Yeah, their running game's been okay, but their defense is great. I love their defensive yep, line. I think Jim Schwartz, the coordinator, has done a great job there. But I just... I think the Eagles had a few good weeks. I think they'll probably win eight or nine games this year. You know, maybe seven. Who knows? Somewhere yep. around there, but... In terms of competing, I think this week will tell us a lot, and I don't think they'll get the win there against Minnesota. I think Minnesota are too strong. Yeah, I think they're too strong. I think it'll just uh, it'll it'll be tight game. It'll only be like a field goal well, or a touchdown. Minnesota don't really blow teams out. They, no. don't, they don't play that style. They're a ball control, good defense. Yep. Uh, so. Let's move on to everyone in Australia's favorite team, the New England Patriots, <laughs> going to the Steelers. Look, the big the big story here is Ben Roethlisberger won't play. Yep. And he's going to miss this week. They reckon he'll be back after the bye next week. It, do they have a chance, basically? Can they beat the Patriots at home? Mind you, Stills are always better at home with Landry Jones as their starting quarterback. Yeah, look, it's going to be... Um, th- this. If Big Ben was in, this probably this would be a massive game, of the week. game yeah. easily. So, um, Antonio Brown was down last week, so can he get out of his little funk from last week um, with a backup quarterback? Without Roethlisberger. You know, which, that's going to be tough for them. Um, and, and the Patriots are just the model of consistency. They're the sixth-ranked offense, 12th-ranked defense, and they're the seventh both passing and running attack. So they just do everything so well. They can attack you in any way they want. Bill Belichick will change his game plan. Tom Brady will destroy you if you have Absolutely. no pass rush. Yep. And the Steelers are the worst pass rush in the NFL at this point in the season. So, look, I can't see Pittsburgh winning this game, but it wouldn't surprise me if Monday morning they get up and just have a great game at home. But 
Le'Veon Bell is going to have to do a hell of a lot for him yep. because we've seen Landry Jones. We've had that experience. It's not pretty. Uh, they brought in Michael Vick last year because of it. Yep. I just I can't see it being any better this time. No, me either. Um, I looked up some stats on the backup quarterbacks against the Patriots in the Belichick era. Era, sorry. Yep. Forty-seven and fourteen, the Patriots are against backup <laughs> quarterbacks. So I can't believe they've lost fourteen games. They must be a good backup quarterback or something. But <laughs> oh, look, I, I think Tom Brady. He's come back in in that in that way that uh, we said he was going to come back. He's just like sticking it up everyone he's just playing lights out Gronk's come back good he's firing now that Tom's back so I think the Patriots go there and I think they win by a couple of touchdowns I honestly think the Patriots could not lose a game now that Tom Brady's back including playoffs I think they could win every game and win this and win the Super Bowl yeah. they're just on a run like that Martellus Bennett and Gronk have created this tandem which we thought they would you put that with Edelman, Hogan, Amendola, Blunt, Blunt running, running yeah. the ball. James uh, James White got going last week as the receiving back. They still get Deion Jones back, who in a couple of weeks, who was one of the best running backs in the league last year until yep. he got hurt. So all that combined, and plus their defense is better than it's been for the past four or five years. I just think they're the best team in the NFL. Yep. I, no, I totally know. agree. I like their question was the start of the year without Tom Brady, and they went three and one. So and they should have gone four and zero. Well, they dropped right. they dropped one, and it wasn't even it was their third string quarterback. Third string they quarterback. One. So so whatever he did to stuff up that perfect record. But <laughs> uh, look, I, like you said, I think the Patriots. Uh, like I had a quick look. Also, the the Patriots and Steelers have been in the last in eight of the last thirteen Super Bowls as the AFC representative team. So they both fair know chance. how to win. Fair chance one of these teams is going to be in the Super Bowl this year, but and I think it's going to be the Patriots, and they'll yeah. they'll get the chocolates here. Couldn't agree more. The next game, this is my game of the week. We've yep. got the Seattle Seahawks going to Arizona. Division rivals. Arizona struggled early on. They're now 3-3. Three and three. They win this game going into their bye week. They are back on track with this division, but Seattle are rolling. They're the number one defense in the NFL. They look very good, but... Hey, division games can always go either way. Yes. How do you think Arizona can get this win? I think a big advantage is of it being at home. Yep. If this was in Seattle, you'd say Seattle lights out, no worries. Um, I think Arizona, David Goliath Johnson, he's absolutely flying. Eight, over 800 scrimmage yards leading the NFL. Um, he's just running. He's catching the ball out of the backfield. He's just scoring he's touchdowns. Offense. He's... And Palmer hasn't been looking that well. Last and he's, few weeks, he pulled his hamstring last week. He, he's going to play. They reckon he's at full strength, but he, I can't imagine him being at full. He's not quick anyway. He's not quick. He's getting older, and with the Seattle D-line coming at him, he's going to have to step it up a little bit. Being a little bit banged up is not going to help him at all. Um, on the other side, Russell Wilson is absolutely flying. Even he's though still he's, injured. He's still is a little bit injured, but he's had 158 pass attempts so far without an interception, so... He's just playing incredible. Um, it's going to take a big effort from this Arizona defense. I, I think, think so. They, I think they can only win this game if it's low scoring because this offense just can't produce at the level it does anymore. No, no, I think you're right. I think you're right. So we'll quickly touch on the last game of the week: the Houston Texans, Houston Texans at the Denver Broncos. Pretty big game for the Texans. Brock Osweiler, an ex, uh, an ex Denver Bronco who wasn't re-signed. There was a bit of. Turmoil about that. He took the money and run. That's what he did. Um, Good on him. 
Well, it's only thirty-five million guaranteed. So, I mean, why would you stick around? But uh, look, I, I think he's going to know the ground. He's going to know the stadium, which might help. Um, but it won't. Denver will. Denver, will, I think. Yeah, Denver will tear him up. You just cut there. in there, but I actually was going to say Denver's defense. They'll be all over him. Von yeah. Miller, he'll be just like he's a team man, and for Brock to diss the team and go to take the money. I mean, I think Von Miller's going to come and he's going to try and hurt him. Um, and then with their secondary as well, Akib Talib, you know, I think Brock's in for a rough day. And, then and he hasn't been get, good. He hasn't been good. He's, he looked better last week, but it was against an average team. So um, I think, uh, yeah, I think Denver has just be way too strong. Couldn't agree more. We'll throw it back to Brett now. Thank you very much for having us again, Brett. Pleasure, boys. Nice work. Uh, We'll catch the SEN NFL podcast each week, which is uh, uh, compelling listening, J.A. It's pretty good. Mm. Um, It's better than compelling, Brett. It's it's must-listen podcasting. I would agree. Any other adjectives you'd like to throw in, Jets, uh, before um, I let you go? I can't think of any more. Mm. I should have written some down. You, but yeah, yeah we're, not that, we're not that prepared. <laughs> tune, in, <laughs> tune in Tuesday nights and get on board all the SN America stuff. Christos Tyler, fantastic work as usual. Do not.